All right, people. The most electric episode of the week. The boys are in the house. A lot of smack talk done off air. Been some tweeting, been some talking, but we're back. It's the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Football edition, your Thursday, uh, your Thursday episode. Hope everybody's had a good week so far. Got over that humiliating loss um, at the hands of the Ravens uh, on Sunday night. Um, I guess I'll start out here with Blaine. Just some quick thoughts uh, on that game in your mind. Moving on. You play two of the best rushing attacks in the NFL. You got Justin Herbert coming, one of the best arms in the league. I mean, can't dwell on it. We got to be, get better. Quick Herbert stat that I saw today. He has more interceptions this season than touchdowns. Fun Not fact. that that really matters against has, our yeah. shit pathetic defense, but. Has yet to score over 20 points this year, too. But, no, I took it to the chin, as you did. Great recap, but we're, we're moving on. Positive. Yeah. Forward. That's all you can do. I absolutely love that. And uh, so we're going to be getting to the NFL here in a bit, but we're going to start off on the start off on campus. Lucas, buddy, we got a big one this weekend against South Dakota. Your thoughts? Uh, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a really exciting game to watch, actually, because, I mean, like it just matches up perfectly, like what, what they do well, what we do well, like to stop, what we do well, what they do well to stop stylistically it's like a perfect matchup so it's going to be yeah. a really good game nothing more you can say about it i would just it's a two, it's it's a must tune in it's a 7 p.m kickoff again night game it's going to be sick though is it uh it's 7 p.m 7 p.m again yeah and oh. guess what lower What's bowl that? lower bowl is already sold out like fans are coming oh man that is Those so night games i'm glad there yeah. yeah would you believe it you play a night game and you get a good crowd <laughs> like oh duh like what the hell yeah, um, so I think the community is finally starting to realize what we have going on here. So rallying around. Love it. Um, and it and it's so great to see. I mean, yeah. I just – the only one we don't know about is obviously the student section side, and I really hope it fills up again. It was dude, pretty it's good, an though, absolute it? gold mine. It's just yeah. a gold mine, dude. And it's, it's, it's free to get in, mine. dude. You, they're there all day anyway. Just go over and watch a half of football, and if you like what you're seeing, stay. That's what yeah, they did exactly. last week. So there you have it, Missouri yeah. State students who listen get into the first half at least this team's something special um i saw uh wyatt tweeted that they the bears are a home dog i don't get that at all they're a two and a half point dog this weekend at home i just i mean they beat south dakota in the spring shout out uh austin we were there together we cheered on the bears in south dakota this team only got better uh, and South Dakota now say something nice about South Dakota. Their quarterback is pretty damn good, and yeah. they do have a good they do have a good running back. But well, see, he, that's what's that's probably why they're liking them so much now. That kid wasn't even their best running back last year. That was not their starting running back last year. He was like their RB two, and he's just been going off this year. Had an unreal Wait. game against Kansas. Yeah, the white kid that's running their lead running back was not their shifty little number two running back. Yeah, number two is a free. Yeah, it, he's not their starting running back now. It's number – I think it's – he's five or 15, white kid. It's a load. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, that – I – okay, that kind of scares me. Huh? Don't you yeah, no, dude, I mean, no? he, he, if, did you watch the whole Kansas game from week one? I watched the second half. 
yeah, he was the one that was tearing him up. He had like a hundred rushing, almost hundred rushing yards, couple good like receiving. Like he's good, and I, I think that's really the only thing they're putting stock in is that we had a tough game against UCA, which UCA is a very good team. We could be, really be the only takeaway was that we played them so close and probably snuck away with that win. But yeah, I don't, I don't see why we would be dogs at home. Yeah, I don't either. But really, a two and a half, kind of a toss up. I'm excited to see that. Um, another quick game I wanted to get to, uh, Tennessee State coming to Cape Girardeau this weekend. I'll be in attendance at the Hauk Field here in uh, Cape Girardeau. Uh, fun fact about this game, anybody know head coach of TSU? I do. Blaine, you want to get a guess? guess? No, I don't. Heisman Trophy winner Ohio uh, State. at Ohio State. Tennessee yep. Titan legend Eddie George. Wow. He'll be on the sidelines at the game this weekend. I kind of maybe want to try to maybe get an autograph. Thoughts on that? <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I'll be – I'm on Part the field pregame. You know how <laughs> like many just, people I've seen famously on the on the midfield when I'm just sitting there staring at them? I want to just go up and just be like, hey, okay, what's up? Okay, but like Heisman Trophy winner famous? Didn't – didn't Deion Sanders and Eddie George just play each other last yes, week? I, so that's the game I've been going off of watching. Um, they played Jackson State, yeah, um, which is where Dion coaches. And I mean, Semo's going to win. They're they're not very good. I I don't think. I I, yeah. I hope and think Semo will win. So um, I'm excited though. You know me, I love the FCS. So it's a decent Ohio Valley matchup. Uh, they both teams start conference play. Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley. So, um, football, I, college football is a little bit better once you get into the conferences, especially the SCS, I think. Don't you think, Lucas? 100%, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just like you – that's whenever the kids, like, lock in and it's it's time to grind. Like, you're going your conference, you're going week in, week out, conference matchup, everything's a must-win, grind. Yeah. Um, like, for example, SEMO went and played Sam Houston – like, that's just – doesn't He's really been, do – you know, I mean, it's just – wow. You said like, that on the pod. That was a tough matchup. That's a tough yeah, schedule. Tough schedule. But, okay, so we'll get in here to the college football slate. Um, I'll be honest, this slate has been my smallest slate that I've written down about. Um, I'm, of course, going to give out my college football parlay, but I don't necessarily feel great about it. The slate itself, there aren't that many great games. There are some interesting in-conference games this weekend. Um, so as teams start to kind of kick off their conference uh, journey, um, starting with the 11 a.m.s, uh, 12, I guess, if you're on the East Coast, uh, Notre Dame and Wisconsin at Soldier Field. That's pretty sick. Kind of a nostalgia game. Kind of does it for me. Absolutely. Notre Dame, uh, a lot of question marks with Notre Dame. Uh, Wisconsin, you know you're going to get there. You just, like, are they just not a top three consistency program? Like, you're going to get nine wins from Wisconsin every year, huh? Can you say the same about Notre Dame recently? They're overrated always, but kind of. They are, but they're consistent, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, they're overrated, but, dude, they're always winning games. Always. Like, they're not losing. Isn't the uh, quarterback that Graham Mertz took over for, the quarterback for Notre Dame? Isn't this Jack Cone, quarterback for Notre Dame, yes. But it, 
it's a revenge game, yeah, but it's at a neutral site, which kind of negates the like if they were going to Wisconsin, I think it'd be ultimate revenge game, right? Oh, if they were playing in Camp Randall, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's that's ultimate revenge. This one's kind of a wimpy revenge game, in my opinion. This I, this this is a tough game. This is I've, I honestly I looked at it earlier, and like I wrote some stuff down about it, but. I'm staying far away from this game. And if I had to bet anything, if I had to, you know, if someone was going to make me bet, I'd bet under heavily. It's <laughs> just, you don't like, you know, what you're getting out of Wisconsin, but Notre Dame's just, I think you said it, Blaine. They're just like, they're frauds, like, until they prove you wrong every year, right? Yeah. And they got but, a tough schedule, too. So. Oh, they, but you know what, Blaine? They always have a tough schedule. I know, but you get Cincinnati next week, right after this. So it's like, which one is going to be it? They're going to lose one of them. So. Going back, I see, go- are, are you saying that that like they don't have that like true like layup like a couple like the week two or three? If they're in a conference, they have like two weeks, three weeks where they're just like this is like a week off dub. Yeah, everything so by tough. It makes this game a lot tougher, in yeah. my opinion, for Notre Dame. Is what I'm trying to say. You get Purdue, and then you get Wisconsin, and then you get Cincinnati. Like, they're going to drop one of those. 100%. And then Virginia Tech, then USC, then yeah. North Carolina. It's brutal, man. And <laughs> they almost um, they almost lost to Purdue. Like, Purdue had a chance to make that game a game, like, really close. But they threw a pick in the end zone, I believe, and ended up winning by two scores. Well, they Somebody almost get... lost to Florida State and Toledo, too. Like, those were one. Score. Yeah, I forgot about Toledo. So, I mean, I know they're finding ways to win, but, you know, like you said, I agree. They're, they're vulnerable for sure. But overall, a great matchup. One that, like, feels classic, but probably they haven't – maybe they – I don't know that these two schools have played each other that much, you know? Like, it feels like they have, but uh, maybe not. Lucas, I don't, what, do you, what do you pick on this? Like, do you have a – Chandler staying away. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I was I when I wrote down my stuff. I said I. I mean I'm obviously I'm obviously not going to bet it. Like that 11 a.m. kickoff just doesn't juice me up in in Soldier Field. If it was like a night game, I'm 100% going to pick like pick one, stand firm and bet it. I'm not going to bet this one, but if I had to lean, I definitely lean towards Wisconsin. Just I think just out of sheer. Yep, hatred like, for Notre Dame. Well, no, just like who I trust more. Like yeah. I trust Wisconsin more than I trust Notre Dame. Yeah. Would really, uh, it, would, really all it boils down to. I'm picking Wisconsin. I want Wisconsin to win. I think they might. Um, like, how can you like Brian Kelly? <laughs> the people like Brian Kelly, right? Yeah. People like him. He's a scumbag. He is kind of, he is a prick. Uh, he killed the guy, right? Pretty, pretty sure he killed the guy. Uh, yeah, there were some allegations against Hey, yeah, sorry. Well, uh, what is it? What, what did the part of my take guys always say? Allegedly? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Alleged. There were some uh, allegations against uh, him. Some sort of tower, right? He fell out of a tower or something or pushed the tower or... Hey, he was I just know he Proven he not guilty. Proven not guilty. Jim Beheim killed a guy. There's that a is true. Brian Kelly killed a guy.com. <laughs> good to know actually god the internet you know what the internet's sick oh people always talk shit on it it's so sick okay moving on blaine do a little bit more research on that if you want to 
Um, for some reason, no, actually, I know the reason. LSU goes uh, – actually, I think Mississippi State goes to LSU. But anyway, LSU plays Mississippi State. Um, I got to give a shout-out to my guy, Brandon Walker. Duh, I'm cheering for Mississippi State. But another one kind of doesn't really do it for me, more of a nostalgia thing. I think those are two just like – for some reason, I like watching this game, like an SEC game like this. Uh, so that was my lock of the week last week that obviously didn't pan out. But did you guys watch? I hope you did. Did you watch the Memphis Mississippi State game? That kneel down is one of the craziest things ever. And it, it was an electric game, dude. Yeah, it was a fun watch. How and about that? Did you go over? I picked over. It, it was it was what was it sixty four, and they scored I think sixty. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah, but. Uh, Mississippi State should be undefeated, uh, but you know that's kind of kind of shitty on their part. But whatever. Do you guys know the play I'm referring to? I'm I was a little sauce when I was watching it, and I there was that watched the whole second half of that game, and I I can't remember what you're talking about. Well, remember, okay, so they're on the punt, and Mississippi State touches the football yes and so the rule is if like the ball isn't downed then like the return team can return it without any sort of penalty like to them like they can't fumble it away or whatever you know it's dead to the kicking team like if you touch it it's basically dead yes dead or something it's live for the return team no matter what yes correct yeah and so the mississippi state guy touches it down and a Memphis guy comes by and picks it up and houses it. Yeah. But the Mississippi State guy, his knee was down with the ball in his hand. So, by rule, he would be down. Right. But they called the touchdown for Memphis stood and Mississippi yeah. State lost. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I remember it now. So, I, I think this was – I thought you were talking about, like, I missed something at the end of the game. Like, by the way you phrased the kneel down, I was like, wait. What? No, no, no. Yeah. And so this game just kind of does it for me in that aspect. Like, how does that team bounce back after that? They're probably pissed off. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'll cheer for the Bulldogs here. It's, I mean, it's an interesting mashup. I think both these teams are going to be, like, in that six to seven, like, win range this year in the SEC because they're not really top tier. They're not really bottom tier. But I think in this one, I think you just got to go with who's got the bigger dogs. And I think LSU has the bigger dogs. So I think yeah. I, it is it is in Starkville, but uh, uh, LSU's think, defense is bad. But that, what, Blaine? What were you going to say? That's what you, it is in Starkville. Like when you got a game like this, when I can't, like, I'm not going to be able to pick it right just off talent and who these teams are this year. I'm just going to go biggest SEC game, one of the biggest SEC games of the year for them right off the bat in LSU. Home yeah, the, one of the home, biggest, with the home team. Yes, one of the biggest differences in in the NFL in college is like if it's a pick'em, it's you automatically go home field. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you don't necessarily do that in the NFL. I don't think. Agreed. Do, do you, yeah, do you agree with that, Blaine? One hundred percent. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah. to get at too. Right. Um, and then the last game of – this is sad, guys. Honestly, the college football slate this weekend, the games, like there's going to be games I'll watch, but not like games I that are really worth my time talking about. The third one of the 11 a.m. 
kickoff time. Uh, Texas Tech at Texas. Go Tech. Yeah. F Texas, okay, because I ran my mouth and they got smacked in the mouth by Arkansas. So they, I hope they lose every single game the rest of the year. So go Tech. I actually won money on Tech last week. So let's go Red Raiders. Make it two, huh? They killed FIU. They looked pretty good, but FIU looked pretty bad. Texas looked pretty good against Rice. If that, I mean. Remember how close Rice kept it with Arkansas, and then they just come back and just shit pump Rice. Yeah, I know. And that's <laughs> both teams played a conference USA team last week, so no real advantage there. I kind of like this. I like that we've been agreeing too much. I'm. I think I like Texas in this game. Okay, I'll tell you this, Lucas. That orange Kool Aid is sweet, and it is refreshing for ten seconds. Oh, I'm not. I'm not drinking any Kool Aid. I'm just. No, you're on some orange. Texas Longhorns in Austin, Texas versus Texas Tech. Who's? I mean, really, like, what are they? What's their highest rated? Maybe a three star guy. I mean, that quarterback's really good. Tanner Show or what's his name? Tyler Show. They have uh, high. They have more than. They have at least one four plus star. Uh, What's his name? I don't know it. Okay. Give me Texas. I'll drink the Kool-Aid this week. I'll probably I'll probably hop on that game. Chandler, you're I, like on a thing where you have a bad experience with, with drinking something, like a Burnett's, and you can never drink it again. You're on like yeah. that. You're sniffing that Texas Kool-Aid, and you'll never, you'll never drink it again all year. It reminds me of a bad hangover, Blaine. <laughs> a bad Arkansas hangover, buddy. <laughs> um, but this game also kind of a low-key – it's like a – it's like a Big 12 guys rivalry, you know. Like if you're if you're invested in the Big 12, you know about the rivalry, but on the national stage, doesn't really do it for people. But I'm interested because I think Tech can go to Austin and win, honestly. Texas looks down their nose at everybody and then they get up getting their ass kicked. So come on, Tech, roll, baby. Let's move to the 2.30 slate, boys. Uh it gets a little bit better in the afternoon. Um, I absolutely love. Texas A&M, Arkansas, in AT&T Stadium, uh, neutral site, I believe. A&M has looked a little shaky since they lost their QB at the start of the year. What's his name? Uh, uh, Hudson. King. I think it's – Right? Is it, is it Hudson King? No. I think it's, it's something catchy. Haynes. It's, it's Haynes King. Haynes King. Sorry. I was trying You're to get right. off mute. But. Okay, yeah, Haynes King, you're exactly right. They lost him. Uh, they they rolled last week against New Mexico, but, you know, take that how you will. Like Ar- like Lucas said, Arkansas had rice. Take that how you will, but Arkansas has smacked Texas. They're out of conference, power five opponent. And AM went to Colorado, and I know they lost uh, Haynes. Yeah, Haynes King in that game, early in that game, but come on. Your backup at Texas A&M should be able to score more than 10 points. Yeah. It was a 10-7 to 7 win. Sheesh. So, everyone's been high on A&M. My final thoughts are possibly overrated. And I, re- I had Arkansas plus five and a half in my initial college football lock of the week parlay. But I took it out. But if I was going to bet, I'd bet Arkansas plus five and a half here. Nope. Not me. This is a prove it or lose it. Like, Texas A&M is better than Arkansas. I don't care what's happened on those first three weeks. They're just better, even with the backup. Honestly, I think 
that Jimbo's a lot better than Barry um, and, and what they're doing down in Arkansas. And I like the program at A&M more on a neutral site. So I'm going to go A&M. I was with you initially, Chandler. If uh, if this was played in Fayetteville, I think this is a, a easily, a easily a game Arkansas could win at home. It obviously uh, would be close, and I would take the points. The neutral side being in Arlington and Jerry's world, just that that pushes me off a little bit, and I think it makes me lean towards Sex A&M just because I, we we did talk about it week one. Like Jimbo Fisher is just a solid fucking coach, like. This guy, the backups had two weeks basically starting. He'll be fine. Their defense is exceptional. Run game, exceptional. I don't think Arkansas – Arkansas will keep it close, but I don't I don't think they can win this one in, in Arlington. Yeah, Texas A&M's D-line and O-line is nasty, but I kind of – you know, I'm rooting for – I'm rooting for underdogs to pick them, I think. Oh, I would – I'm, I wouldn't – I would never bet this in Arlington, like I said, but, like, I honestly – I don't know why I hate – I hate – Arkansas, just the sheer fact of Arkansas baseball, mm. playing those Missouri State Bears. I hate Arkansas as a school. My brother and sister both went there. Ooh. hate them. But some reason in the back of my head, I kind of want them to be good again at football. I don't know why. I do not know. I do not understand why. No, I mean, it makes sense. I have schools like that, too. Like, let me think about one off the top of my head. Actually, you know what? Honestly, I – I weirdly kind of like – I just like watching Dallas play. I don't like Dallas. I don't like I, – I want them to lose, but I like a Dallas Cowboys game. Something about it. Just like I think I think we're on the same page. I I'm, could be speaking for you here, but, like, I think it's because you get <clears throat> like, in the fandom of, like, how people just, like, root for their team. And, like, I see yeah. so many diehard Arkansas fans where I'm just, like, year after year they have this, like, head, like, we're going to be the best team this year. We're going to be the best team this year. And they just can't do it, and they stink. Yeah, they're delusional. Yeah, I feel bad. Like, Justin, yeah. one of my closest friends, is just Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl this year. Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl this year. And you're just like, well, they're not. But I love, I love, I love your enthusiasm every single year. They're not even the best team in their division. I mean, we'll get to that. Chandler, before you move on, too, you said it. I like your point of let's root for some underdogs this week. We may not be betting them, but – since the slate kind of sucks, give me something like that. Yeah, let's turn the – dude, I'm telling you, people are loving college football, and it's because there's a lot of uncertainty at the top, I feel like. Like, you, like yeah, Bama won, but they didn't look like, you know, invincible. Somebody could get them. I think Georgia looks ridiculously good on defense. I'm not for sure how anyone's going to be able to do anything against them, but – like, there's some, you know, Oregon's up there now. There's some mix-up. Clemson isn't going to be there yeah. at the end with of this Ohio year. There's State, no way. With Ohio State losing, Clemson looking like shit. Yeah. It, more, it, it bought, like, lets people buy in more. Or it's just like it's not the same four teams that are going to be in the playoffs this year again. Exactly. It kind of feels like right now this could be the year a group of five gets in. Like, a, like you said it last always- Go. Keep going. The only, I mean, like the only one would be Cincinnati, but like still, that'd be sick to get Cincinnati in. I think they just do it this year anyway. While, while you know, just get them in as long as they run the table and are uh, undefeated. This, the first year back after COVID, just all this chaos, like get as much attention on it as you can. I think you put somebody in there that hasn't been there before, you're going to get more just like a one time viewer, you know? 
I think, and I think what we can give credit to this is honestly, like the only thing you could thank COVID for is allowing these kids to just free transfer. And the talent has spread out across college football so well this year. Yeah. Like kids that weren't necessarily going to get to play somewhere. were just like, fuck it. I don't have to stay here. If I don't want to, I get a free year. And then just, I think the talent has just completely spread out this year. I don't know yeah. if it'll last obviously, but for right now, you can see it in FCS. Like you have good teams, stay good teams, and they add two or three key pieces they need. I, I think that's what's happened this year. Like you, you have those two or three people that they just needed and then they got them. It's awesome for college football. Yeah, it's great. The product's good. Um, and they've been, it's been really good, honestly. But I think uh, <laughs> I tweeted this kicking, guys. Have you picked up on this? Dude, kickers are missing field goals, PATs, the works. It's horrible right now. And as a specialist, I mean, I'm, you know, I've never kicked in a live game, but then a kicker's never snapped in a live game. So, like, I feel like I can be like, you got to pull your weight, you know? If that snap is back and the, and the hold is good, well, you're the third leg, buddy, and you're the most important leg, so let's go. I'd be pissed if I was on the on some of these teams. Like, uh, Boise State lost the game. Their kicker missed like a 37-yarder. It was horrible. He kicked it low and it got blocked. It's like that's day one stuff. So just a quick bash on the on the fellow specialists out there. I'm always on your side and hate talking shit on you, but come on. I really hope this doesn't jinx us because Jose Pisano is absolutely nails for us for the Bears. There's no greater feeling being on a football field knowing that you have just nails for a kicker. Yeah. There's really no better feeling. Like, you're lining up for, like, a 42, 43-yarder college football. That's kind of iffy. For us, it's just like, you're like, all right, we're about to go to, hey, kickoff, be ready. This is just – this is going to get banged through the uprights. Right. Pisano's a good kicker. Dude is nails. He's a really good kicker. Um Okay, sorry for that quick tangent, but moving on, uh, this game, this is the first game I have in the college football lock of the week parlay. Um, Louisville versus Florida State. I'm going money line Knowles. They're 0-3 right now. I think they get they just can't go 0-4, right? Louisville just lost, or no, beat UCF, but I think UCF's kind of fake. Uh, Florida State is a home dog as well, but dude, just no way. They get back on track this week. They're going to win first leg. I think they absolutely can't go in 04, dude. They stink. I was all over them last week, Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, you it. were. You were on that, Lucas. Great bet. Yeah, that was a great bet. Wake Forest. Florida State stinks. <laughs> yeah, they do stink. And why do they stink, dude? They're a sick – they're, like, one of the most historic programs in the country. I think this is the one where you can actually blame it on – not necessarily, like – I I mean, I'm going to throw coaches under the bus, but, like, you, they have the talent. Like, even if they're not getting the elite five stars that they're used to getting, you know they're still getting those four – like, the four-star Florida prospects. Like, I think they're just not cultivating talent there because they've had no, like, consistency in their coaching – and that's cha constantly changing culture is obviously going to like, you're not going to be able to buy into something. So I think, I think this is just on the coaching staff, honestly, like. It just goes to show like what Jimbo did, dude. They were yeah. in the natty like yeah. seven years ago or something crazy like that. Eight years ago. 
They just, uh, I, they I think seem... it was the wasn't it the 2013 national championship against Auburn. Yeah, Jameis. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, is it that long that, ago? No, I mean that's not that long ago for the state of Florida State now. Right. I yeah, honestly, space, you can only space. be off here maybe. I think it's 2014 maybe max. Right. This has been in the league for over six years. So, so yeah, seven or eight years. Like that for them to be at this point, what a what a couple of years for the program, but no, come on, Knowles. Okay, talking about rooting for the underdogs. Let's go, Florida State. You're an underdog at home. That's disrespectful. You should slap Louisville in the face. Let's go, Knowles. Money line, Lucas. Your pick. Knowles stink, dude. They don't even look like they want to be out there. Okay, Louisville. So you're Slano. <laughs> Let's go, Knowles. Yeah, there we go, Blaine, and a fellow chop as well for the yeah. Knowles. We can get one going on Sunday as well after Florida State wins. Um, moving on to the – this is the last game that intrigued me in the 2.30 slate. I could not believe it, guys. But uh, Clemson, North Carolina State, I am really intrigued by this. Um, North Carolina State, people have been pretty high on, but they went to Mississippi State and got smacked. Um, I just think that Mississippi State had a really good day, and Clemson has been so shaky, dude. So shaky, and, and you just don't know. And NC State has a good defense. Um, I, I think it's NC State like plus nine and a half, if somebody could confirm that. And I think that's an absolute steal. I think NC State keeps this a very close game. That's a lot of points to bet against. It moved to 10. Clemson's minus 10, so NC State. Oh! Then how do you not hammer plus 10 with this Clemson offense? They are inept. NC State's defense is good, and this has always been a matchup in the ACC that's given Clemson fits. I mean, Clemson made me look like an absolute idiot last week. So, I mean, I theoretically, I should I should do what you did and just get out on them. Yeah, Texas. Um, I'm not going to though. I'm gonna I'm gonna take, ride with the Clemson boys. I'm riding with Dabo. You're 100%. in. You're in for Clemson minus ten. Hundred percent. Give it to me. Wow. They have to figure it out. They have to put their foot in the ground and figure figure it out. And why not? Why not this week at NC State? Why not? Yeah, I guess. But where? I mean, where does NC State? When you're looking at the ACC, Clemson, North Carolina, NC State. Uh, no, Virginia Tech. Va Tech. Okay, yeah. I'd still put North Carolina ahead of Virginia Tech, even though they Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. Right. I you know still what? think North Carolina is better. Wake Forest is going to be up there by the end of it. <laughs> no. You are a writer. You're going to be a writer all year. Wake the Demons. Yeah. I love it. Demon Deacons, baby. 3-0. Sam Hartman, shout out that Netflix show. That's QB right. You, he went to that sick, like, Oceanside High School. Give it, it to me. That high school looked badass. It looked like they, like, went there in boats. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. Um, but, come on. Who cares? They stink. I tell you what, I can't wait to you, for you to talk about talk about you. For, actually, you skipped their game. I think. Whose game? Wake Forest. I think they play on Friday, don't they? Yeah, but I I only write down games that interest me. Bronco Mendehall, Virginia versus Wake Forest doesn't interest no, you. No, Virginia has not been good to me. <laughs> yeah. Bronco Mendehall doesn't interest you anymore. No, Virginia has been really shitty to me. Um, I've had some matchup bad... of the week. Wake Forest at Virginia. Give it to me. Injected <laughs> into my veins on ESPN two on Friday night. Okay, I'll actually could really buy into that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was Friday. Yeah, buddy. 6 p.m. Friday, ESPN2. Okay. You want to you do a little – okay, let's do a little off-air – or no, let's do an on-air bet right here. I'll take Virginia. You're, you're going Third time's Virginia. a charm, Virginia. You know what? I don't even need to – I don't even need to take points here. We're plus four. I don't need it. Give me give me the Demon Deacons money line, Hershey. Okay. Ten bucks? Put it on. Shake it. This is the first – time happening on the figure it out podcast we have had a live bet lucas on his uh, account but never a, across the screen uh uh bets here live on the pod made me and lucas i have ten dollars on the virginia cavaliers and you're taking ten dollars on the wake forest demon deacons on Friday night, folks, it's going to be electric at 6 p.m. I'm going to be able to watch that whole game, too, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Isn't that exciting? Blaine, who you got? Yeah, Blaine, you're the decider. I'm not. I'm letting you guys battle this one out. I'm not picking anything. I'm, gonna, I'm just You got to hop on somebody's side. It's a coin flip. Yeah, you got to be cheering for one of us. Lucas, I want to ride with you on the DMZ. I just I like want it. I respect it. Virginia better not fuck me or I'll never cheer for them again, ever. <laughs> But um, we that we were talking Clemson NC State, weren't we? Yeah, but honestly, I was done with that game. I think, I mean, if if DJ figures it out, I think Clemson can roll. But I think plus ten at home, it's at North Carolina State, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do That's... we not? Why do they not just line up and just make him run like a fullback? Honestly, like if they're so inept, which they are, like their passing game is abysmal. I watched that whole game last week. What... Yeah. You say screw it. Like he's not going to get hurt. He's what six five and a half, two sixty. Yeah, but I don't think he's a runner. Well, it. DJ Uyabalele is not a runner. He's not going to. If he is in an interview and the NFL asks him, describe yourself as a quarterback. He the word runner is not coming out of that kid's mouth. I mean, it's he might as much as Cam Newton used to be like a body like that that can. Is that a comparable – I mean, it's not comparable. Cam Newton's one of the best quarterbacks in the history of college football when you look back at it. But yeah, body-wise, I mean, style, give it to I him. Don't I don't think, know. I, think I don't three, think that DJ I think if we lined like up that. us three versus him, Oklahoma drill, I think he's stiff-arming me through the ground and then just trucking <laughs> both of them. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm yeah. the other way, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Come on. No, come on, Lucas. Are you kidding me? Against a quarterback? You can tackle a quarterback. Like a quarterback. Have you seen the kid? I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him, but come on. You can tackle the man. <laughs> Maybe. Shoelace well, tackle. Yeah, I mean, get low on him. I mean, he was a thick him, but, you know. But come on. Uh, Clemson. They should get it together, but I, I think NC State plus 10 too many points. I love moving it. You guys keep going dogs, you two. Moving to the evening. Um, the evening's got some good ones. Um, Tennessee, Florida, love that. Classic rivalry. I mean, that's a big-time big time game, I think. I'm not really going to say much, but I'll let you keep going. We talk about color matchups. Sick mm. color matchup here. Unbelievable yes. colors in this game. Um uh, Tennessee's orange is maybe the best orange in college sports. It's good. It's comparable Texas. to that Carolina blue that we've talked about. 
Yeah, it's like an electric orange, but I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's awesome. But, yeah, that'll be a good game. Florida looked good last week. They started slow. People are down on Emory uh, Jones, their quarterback. And, I mean, I think he's just a prototypical Dan Mullen dual-threat quarterback, right? Like, yep. he's not going to be very good at passing because he can run so well, but he's not a terrible passer of the football, in my opinion. Yeah, those – uh, he didn't – I think it was more of, like, Alabama's so, like, technical on defense. Like, I think they just outsmarted him. I don't know if they really outplayed him, like you're kind of saying. Like, he's not a bad thrower of the football. I think yeah. he just – I think Alabama was just a little too much, but, like, they still kept it close. Like, he's not going to get that with Tennessee. Right, but I feel like this is a game that Tennessee's always up for. I mean, like, I feel like this is never going to be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. So as I'm just saying, as long as Emory brings what he did against Arkansas or excuse me, Alabama, then I mean, oh, I'm a hundred percent. I'm taking, I would, I would, I'm taking Tennessee in this game. It's that's way too many points. What is it? 20. Oh, whoa. What? Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Tennessee should be locked in at plus 20. Yeah. It's 20. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's way, it's way, it's, it's mega, it's mega disrespectful for sure. Wow. Um, that'll be interesting. I, I, I'll definitely pick Florida to win. That's Blaine. what I was saying. That's 100% what I was saying, but 20 points is mad disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. 20 points is a lot. I'm not I'm not betting a spread, but I, I like the Tennessee with Florida winning, going that way the same. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, the game that really intrigues me, guys, Nebraska-Michigan State. Sparty out to a three and zero start. I feel like we've been talking shit on them for the we've first been three talking weeks. Major shit on them. We're like, where are they at? Their program stinks. They suck. Well, they're three and zero, and they presumably are going to be four and zero. I don't see how Nebraska beats them unless somebody can convince me otherwise. Oh, I think Adrian Martinez stinks. Uh, He stinks, and uh, Nebraska – I mean, what do you get from Nebraska, guys? Because they go on the road and they hang tough with Oklahoma, which, by the way, I think, Lucas, you called that, didn't you? Oh, 100%. The, dude. It, was, it just felt right last week. But, like, I just don't trust Adrian Martinez, dude. He just, like – you know who he is? He's like a – what's his NFL comparison, dude? He just all of a sudden – he's, like, doing good, he's doing good, and then he just, like, does something that just blows – Honestly, kind of Baker, kind of, even though I think Baker's obviously better, but, like, he's, like, doing really well, doing really well, and then all of a sudden he throws a pick, and it's like, what are you – that wasn't even close. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And so that – I just – that's really – that's magnified in college when the quarterback makes, like – it makes a big difference in the NFL, but in college it really makes a big difference. And so, I, I don't know. I just trust Michigan State at home in this one, boys. I don't know what to think about Nebraska. Why? And I wanted to go on a rant here because I text both of you. Spencer Rattler is a fraud, and he played like shit against Nebraska. Played like shit. Adrian Martinez was probably the better quarterback that day, which is hard to say. But, I'm, you know, tangent, tangent's very short there. I don't know what to think about Nebraska, so might as well go with Michigan State on my end, but I don't have an egg in this race. So Yeah, I mean, Michigan State goes on the road and beats Miami. I mean, I know Miami. We have our thoughts about Miami, but I still think it's a big win. And 
I mean, if they beat Miami on the road, I think they can handle Nebraska at home. Lucas, I'm taking Sparty. I don't know what I don't know what's gotten into me because I've been the biggest Scott Frost hater in Nebraska. I don't know why I think it's clicked for them, but something's clicking. They just looked, I think is what I said it too. Like I, I think that I thought they'd make it nasty last week and they did make it nasty. Like that old line, that old line will go hit you in the mouth. Like they look pretty good. I think I saw a couple clips of like their one of their guards, 51, just getting out there and was taking people for rides, like 20 yard rides, dude. It was fun to watch. I don't think Michigan State's that good. I think their three and zero start is a little like we said that Miami that Miami win. I don't think it's that great. That beat up on Youngstown, and then they the did you watch the week one against Northwestern? They ended up beating them by seventeen, but it really wasn't a seventeen point win. Like they kind of pulled away late. That's and a Northwestern, good win in my book. Northwestern stinks this year. They're going to be really bad. Right, but still. So, I think the spread's close. What is it like? Michigan State minus six, five and a half or something. Something like that, yeah. I wish it was seven, seven and a half. That'd make a lot like safer bet for Nebraska. I think Nebraska keeps this close. I don't think it's a money line, like a money line bet for somebody, but I think Nebraska keeps it close again. Sure. Under. Yeah. Big time under candidate. It's an NFL, it's an NFL number though. I think it's 51. Under still. Love it. Nebraska. I think Oklahoma punted more times than they scored. So when you get Oklahoma to do that. Yeah, no, the defense was absolutely flying around, dude. You said Spencer was bad. He was. He missed some throws, made some bad decisions. But that defense was flying around. Yeah, that's a good spin. It could be as much Nebraska defense. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Like he didn't – he had an off game like I thought he would. Like he just – he comes up and lays freaking eggs, and he did last week. But that Nebraska defense was flying around. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next game. This is a part of my parlay, and I can't believe I'm doing this. I really actually can't, but I love this. I'm taking uh, Mizzou at Boston College. I'm going Tigers minus one and a half. I think that's just kind of disrespectful. But I did get some intel today about Boston College that, like, they're not – they're pretty good. Uh, they got a really good running attack, and – I just know some people that weren't necessarily impressed with this Missouri team uh, when they played them uh, last weekend. So I'm a little worried, but I'm going to ride the Tigers. I hate Mizzou with all of my heart more, but Easy. this weekend I'm rooting for them. Bro, I think you you just you just talked me out of it because I was going to ask. I think Mizzou has like a, the worst. I think they're in the bottom ten in rushing like allowed. Defense is bad. Yes. They, no, like they they cannot stop the run. And you just said that Boston College, they've always perennial been good rushers of the ball and they have another good yeah. rushing offense. Good point. That's terrifying to me. My yeah, my dad, season ticket holder, yeah. he goes to every game. I mean, he tailgates. If it's by himself, he'll be there. But the one thing he said about this Mizzou team is their linebackers just laterally or he's been scarred by it. It's one of the worst we've seen in a while. But Mizzou offense, they got a ton of weapons, so pick your poison. Boston College only beat Temple by three. Temple is terrible. Yeah. Or, no, 28 to three. Excuse me, but, you know, Whoa, you should vote race them. Things. Right, right. I'm sorry. I saw the three the three number, but that's two <laughs> question marks. This, this game is a massive question mark. How are you I agree. To- Missouri should be able to go to the East Coast and out-athlete these guys. And, and especially at minus one and a half. I mean, come on. You can win by two. 
three. Give it to me, Missouri. I never ask you for anything, so give it to me this weekend. Um, <laughs> moving on, I, I, I'm riding K-State until they fuck me. K-State, <laughs> K-State plus five and a half on the road against Oklahoma State. I do not understand it at all. Oklahoma State is in the should be in a discussion of who is the worst three and O teams in the country. It's definitely Oklahoma State. Let me tell you why. They struggled with Missouri State, which I understand is a really awesome thing for us, but really sad by them on the at the end of the day. They struggled with Tulsa. They were lucky to beat Tulsa uh, at home as well, just the week before last. And then they go to Boise, and they should have lost to Boise, but they were lucky enough that the refs blew the play down because there was a fumble six in the Boise State game with under three minutes to play, and it got called back, and Boise State couldn't score. So they went to Boise, and they scored 21 points in the first half, and then the final score was 21-20. Not a single point was scored in the second half against a Boise State team who you're not going to convince me that they have a better defense than K-State. K-State just shut down Carson Strong, I believe is his name, the quarterback from Nevada this past weekend. Um, I mean, I think K-State just goes in there and beats them up. Oklahoma State's defense, it did hold Boise in the second half, but Boise's offense, inept is not even – it's the wrong word. It's just too soft of a word. It's They were inept. Their quarterback stinks. Their their quarterback's name is Hank Beckmeyer. Oh, if he's <laughs> if he's if he's not from Boise, Idaho, I don't know where he's from. But they fucking lost me my parlay. So fuck Boise. And if you can only beat them by one point, Oklahoma State's a joke. Plus five and a half. K State on the road. Historically good in Stillwater too. Give me a break. That's a steal. I think you got to keep riding with your boys, man. I love it. I, I, and you know how much I love their head coach. Like, yeah. And, oh, by the way, underdog. Fucking ride the underdogs this week, folks. I'm and, telling you. Dude, I I don't think I love – he's one of my favorite college football players, too, your little running back, Deuce. Deuce, Vaughn. Not my little running back. My dad's little running back. Okay. I love him. I think he's going to rip Oklahoma State a new b-hole. If he wasn't – if he was at a – my dad and I had this discussion. I think if he's at a different school, he's in the conversation to at least get invited to New York. He's, he's sweet. He's sick. That's a, that's a great college football word to use for players. He's sweet. Yeah. Yep. That's a good word for a player. Yeah. He is sweet. Yeah. Five, six, like a buck 70. He's sweet. That sounds like yeah, a but, Johnson word. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's not as sweet as Darren Sproles. Nobody will... There's never going to be another a better player at Kansas State than Darren Sproles was at Kansas State. Tyler Lockett. Lockett. No. Sweet. Tyler Lockett. Sweet. sweet. <laughs> dude, dude, Jordy Nelson. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if I can give him sweet, dude. Fuzz cut, white guy. No, not sweet. <laughs> I mean, sweet for the brand if you catch my drift. Yeah, Jim Rat. Jim Rat, dude. <laughs> Hilarious. Coach's son, first in, first out, or last yep. out. Definitely. Grinder. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff there. Um, last game of the night that interests me, this, Bland, I bet you have a strong opinion about. 
West Virginia goes to Norman, Oklahoma, um, and plays OU off of the back of a huge upset victory in Morgantown. Lucas, I think you called this one as well. Yeah, he did. Um, Virginia Tech is who West Virginia beat, and I don't know. Do, are you too emotional after that game to bounce back against a good team like OU? But OU, Blaine, thoughts on them? Because I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put my eggs in Spencer Radler as a fraud like fully, but he's a fraud. He's he's good enough to win this game. I don't know that he's like gonna make a, a least amount of mistakes to win by 18. Do you what do you guys have it at? 17. Yeah, 17. I had it at 18. I I don't think so either. I don't. I think West Virginia is pretty good, and they're gonna they they can. You know, I mean, they have to travel a long way for every game. So, they can travel. Their game travels. And I think they have a lot of confidence. But I always am worried in college. I know what it's like to get that emotional win. The next week is normally tough. And that's the same with Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoma is getting their shit kicked in in film this week because they fully expected to boat race Nebraska. So, maybe bounce back week for Oklahoma is what scares me. Yeah, this is this is doing the my head's doing the old red alert again, where it's just like what you just said. I think this is an OU bounce back week where they try to shit pump them, and I I I don't know if they can, obviously, because West Virginia does look pretty solid. And in my head, I don't know why. I, actually, I think it's proven. I think West Virginia always plays Oklahoma tough. Yep, and they like, have a good defense, guys. Yeah. So, oh, I just talked my way out of it. So West tough Virginia, game. West Virginia is just a tough school, you know. Like you can't be that. You can't be from West Virginia and be soft. I don't think. Right? Uh, Am I crazy? No, I think you're talking me into it. I think you're talking me into to to getting behind the the Mountaineers for some reason. Yeah, and also, I mean, screw Oklahoma. Be, I don't like Oklahoma. No. Yeah, come on, no. let's go, Chandler. You know what? This is another underdog. Yes. Yeah, if you don't have to take. West Virginia to win, but I'm definitely taking West Virginia in the points. Yeah. Yep. I mean, dude, if they're plus 20 or whatever, or 17, I think that's an absolute steal. It's on, it's definitely, it it might be a two score game. It's not a three score game. That line's going to move too. People are going to see that and be like, yeah. And they're going to ham, people are going to hammer Oklahoma, I think. I think it's going to move. Ooh. Why do I want – I just looked at the over, too. It's 56 and a half. If, if, Oklahoma get, if Oklahoma gets clicking and they put up 45 on their own. Right. They must really Lucas, trust Virginia, West Virginia's defense, though. This could be a good time for you to do a on-air live bet. I don't want to tell you what to do with your own money, but I'm telling you, we've been riding dogs all show, and – West Virginia is as good a candidate as any. I mean, if they're plus 18 on the road, that's ridiculous. Folks, I think he's doing it. Lucas is looking down at his phone right now. The phone is glaring off of his eyeballs right now. And he's got the smirk. He's got a smirk. And the smirk is growing. I got something something to add to it, too. Oh, Oh, my goodness, guys. This could be an absolute tease. Blaine, what'd you do for dinner tonight while we wait for this? BLT. Oh. Just sauced up some bacon, had it ready for me walking through the door. I mean, <laughs> this is what's happening, boys. 
I'm not sure that anything gets any better than that. No. We're going. We're going teaser, and we're going West Virginia plus twenty three over fifty. I love it. I you got love you it. got West Virginia at plus twenty three with the Dude, tease. I told I explained it to you guys last week, and I don't know why you guys haven't started doing it. It's called a teaser. Teaser, yeah. Need to use. Have it to look into it, Chan, and all of you people out there, especially on NFL lines. They get yes. so close. It's dude. It's so they're so fun to bet. Yeah, I need to get into it. I need to have. I need. Uh, I need you to explain it to me off air. I guess. Oh my god, folks, he's pressing it, and it's locking it in. His second live bet in a row on the show. Um, Lucas, it's kind of turning into a segment at this point. I mean, how many how many times does something have to reoccur for it to become a segment? That's twice now. I think we'll just we'll put it in every every week of the show. We'll just the boys will get we'll get it figured out. We'll start chiming something. We'll click in our heads and boom. But you know how the, you know I kind of like how it happened tonight. Like we all kind of agreed on this game being a good game, and then we just kind of convinced you. You know, I think it might be kind of like on us to decide it. <laughs> you got your the fate of my live bet is in your hands. Boom! That way we're all a team in one way this weekend. You know. Yes. You better okay, bet. You're getting a text after about two scores each side, and we're riding. Yeah, <laughs> let's go Mountaineers, baby. Come on. Um, and so that concludes my uh, my uh, college slate that I'm interested in. Uh, my parlay, I, I'll get to it in a second. My parlay is Missouri minus one and a half at Boston College. Florida State money line at home against Louisville. K-State plus five and a half on the road at Oklahoma State. In a game I didn't write down, but I remember it off the top of my head, it's SMU at TCU. I have SMU plus nine. Holy war, if you will. Um, it, this, is a, this is a pretty big rivalry in Texas. It's, this game's always really close. I expect a lot of points, and I think nine is just too many. Um, it's, not really a, it's not really a road game either for SMU. I mean, it's in the same city, so. Let's go Mustangs and keep it close, baby. Um, boys, any final thoughts on college football before I hand it over to Blaine? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I mean, just because it's going to be the team. I, I, so it's a chalk topic just because of everybody's kind of seen what they've done. Fresno State, what they did last week and being ranked now 22. Yeah, beating UCLA, correct? Dude, that just is a – that's going to be a freaking fun team to cheer for. That was Week awesome. in, week out. Yeah. And what they probably have – what? Sorry to cut you off. No, but no. They probably have somebody on their team right now that nobody really knows about that's going to be like like a Devontae Adams. Oh, uh, I you know mean, what I mean? Well, their quarterback's fucking sick, dude. Really? Painter? Yeah, did I you want to see that game? No, I didn't actually. I'm kind of mad Jake, about that. Jake Hayner slings, dude. I think he's leading FBS in total yards. Oh, he's really? going for like 1,500 yards in like four games, dude. He's nasty. I love he's that. He's absolutely nasty. But it, they're not going to be a fun game to bet this week. They're minus 31 against UNLV, who's abysmal. But that's just a team down the road where you'll look at. And we'll, well, I, think, I think you can make some money on that team this year. That's all I wanted to say. Just fun team. I want to say one thing, too. Yeah, I was pretty big on Utah at the start of the year, which was just – 
a bad take on my part in the Pac-12. Charlie Brewer leaves the team yesterday. Right. After Again. starting for three games and left the team, your career is over. Yeah, what the hell so, is that? And he already transferred from Baylor. Yeah, that's just – that shocked me that he did so bad and uh, – career so over. weird. The yeah. portal is weird. I'm glad I never had to go go through that. I feel like people just up and leave so easily. Like, I feel like it just – it's so much about the relationship. It's so much more about playing, you know, like – I don't know. You just you get to know a group of guys and you feel like attached to them, and then you just up and leave them. I mean, that's a that's just that's shitty character, in my opinion. One hundred percent. But that's that's a soapbox topic. We don't want to talk about that. Okay, no. Blano. Hey, hold on, too. No, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Last. No, thing. we're fine. If we want more. Let's talk more. I wanted to buy in so bad to like Kansas being semi decent this year. They're bad. They They're got bad, boat dude. raced by Baylor, and I dude, told you, you that. You said it, I, and I, I don't, I didn't, I stayed away from it. But like, I so badly wanted them to be at least competitive this year. No, they're not going to be. They're not. That was their be. only chance. Is really Baylor. They're not going to be, dude. They stink. I'm out. I was gonna. I, that was gonna be like my just team. I just like low key, just like plus twenty, plus twenty one. <laughs> give it to yeah, me no. all year. No, you're not going to be able to do it. See the Jayhawks. Hello, yeah. Demon Deacons. Yes! Kansas, Kansas also just uh, running back just went to the portal. I think. What? Yes, I saw it on the bottom line yesterday on ESPN. So well, it probably doesn't matter. I think their leading rusher is a quarterback. So well, that's what I mean. Like they're running out of guys. Like, come on, terrible. What's how, does that program get fixed? Um, no, not soon. But like, how? It's been not soon ever. No, it's a big. It's a. It's if the alliance happens, like there's going to be some programs or some things turn over. Kansas has to have a dramatic change with who they play, where they're doing, just everything has to. I was going to say that word for word. Basically, if they somehow luck into like that, that happens a a few years down the road, and like the conference matches up, like and switches, and they somehow get picked up by like a conference USA team. There's. Like they're still going to be a 500 team for a little bit in Conference USA. Like they. How, how have you guys been to a game there? Never have because it's always oh. been a border rivalry at Arrowhead or we would, before my time. Horrible. We would take up half the the west sideline if we went. There's like 20 fans there total every week. Dude, it's it's literally terrible there. It's like I don't know how to really describe. Like you just kind of have to go, but it's just like you would not think a Big Twelve stadium is like that. It's does doesn't the track still run around the football stadium? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) It used to though. It probably used to. Well, but a lot of them did. They have a high jump pit behind the field goal post. (laughs) 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 Oh man! But yeah, that was talking Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. That's way too much airtime for Kansas. Yeah. But, um, okay, Blaine, let's get into the NFL. All right, I want to start with a little week two storylines. Okay. The refs were awful. I don't, I don't talk about the zebras a lot in the NFL or, in matter of fact, any sports. But it was a atrocious week. I'm not sure if you watched all the slates like I did. I got eight screens going at one time, but Tennessee. Safety against Seattle in overtime. Clearest safety I've ever seen in my life. Tennessee would have yeah. won on the spot. 
Russell Wilson is backpedaling in the end zone. And they call him down at the one due to forward motion. And he was not even touched until the one. It was just atrocious. Right. Tennessee still comes back to win that. My plus five and a half was stepped out on a ledge. Money. And then KC, Baltimore, a, a few awful PI calls. I'm not going to go there. Tyron's too slow. He can't keep up with Marquise Brown or some of those guys. So whatever. But that was bad. And then the Chargers-Cowboys game was <laughs> so, so bad. Ten minutes, I didn't get to see that. Dude, it was really bad. Cowboys were up 17-14, I think it was. Chargers had the ball on like the four-yard line. Jared Cook punches in a touchdown. They call back because an illegal shift that <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the rule specialist. He was scratching his head. Sterator. Sterator. Sterator couldn't figure it out. Yeah. We were, and then we were texting about that one. That. One play later, same deal on the forward motion that uh 20-yard sack of Justin Herbert, and he threw it away and had time. He had a stiff arm out and was backpedaling, threw it away. They called him sacked 20 <laughs> yards back. Chargers got a – you know, it's still 14-17, and they lose. So, it was atrocious. And then, on top of all that, the taunting. Oh, my God. The taunting is – it has got to change. There's not a single human that likes it. The NFL came out today, said there's no, they're not looking into the taunting and there's no immediate change or immediate thought even about it. So it's not going to go away anytime soon. That's disgusting, dude. To add to your zebra point, the, that whole, the, te the Tennessee game, that whole crew was a bit, the calling the Julio Jones a non-touchdown. What are yeah, we talking was, about? His, his heel what, was in. What are we talking about? That was a touchdown if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Yeah. That one was crazy, dude. I can't They're, believe that. That was a bad officiating crew. They should get that, that's when you should have like punishments for like when you're bad, like you're bad, like fix it. Like you, here's like a fine or something. Like they're getting paid to do this and it was bad. This is not just my take, but like I feel like everyone's heard this take. You like refs should have to go to press conferences too. Yeah, it yes, explain yourself. Like, like how can you not like how there's just they're not held accountable. No. Like, okay, when a player messes up, they're held accountable. Like, they have to ask or, like, talk about what they did. Like, why why can't a referee explain it? I don't understand. They affect they're, the game more than uh, than most players. Yes, literally. Literally, dude. It's crazy. It's at a bad point. College was bad, too. College was horrible. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. We didn't even talk about uh, – well, we didn't really recap, but – the Penn State game, they made them punt on third down. Yeah, that was. And the Auburn marching, like the or the the guy not down. Or, oh yeah, it was. What are we terrible. doing? Why do we even have replay? Yeah, F figure it out. <laughs> the figure it Dude, out pod. Come figure on it the out, podcast Zebras. refs. Yeah, you need some figuring it out. <laughs> but just to. Short recap to Raiders two and zero go to Pittsburgh look decent. Um, Texans out, yeah. TJ Watt out. Texans gave the Browns a little bit of a scare there for a little while, but uh, Browns win. Texans no to Rod Taylor for for the upcoming soon. Panthers look really good with two and zero Matt Rule and his system. Stand up, I was wrong about them. Good call, you guys. Yep. 
Um, Bills just destroy Miami. And that, was, that surprised me. Tua out as well. Yeah, Tua out. Uh, Vikings a bounce back week. Speaking of kickers, you have to make oh, that kick. Dude, it's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. It was bad. I mean, how does how do the Cardinals win that game? They shouldn't have. No, there's no reason no. they, they should have won that game. Vikings, sneaky, sneaky good team. Could be a no. sneaky awful team. That's what I'm saying. You just it's one of those teams you don't know. Talked about Cowboys Chargers. That was a hell of a game. And then Ravens Chiefs was tremendous as well. There were a lot of good three o'clock games last week. Yeah, a lot of 0-1 bad looking teams bounce back. I I I texted that too, dude. I I texted uh one of my one of my buddies uh in our group text. Every team that was 0-1 looked better this week. And every team that was 1-0 looked worse. Saints beat the breaks off the Packers. They couldn't – they didn't even know they were playing football against the Panthers. Dude, that's – if you go back and look at it, that's just about every year. Like, I I should have thought about that. Week one, you really can't tell shit about an NFL team, like, because they'll figure out what they fucked up week one most of the times unless you're a bad, bad team, like – the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Jets or somebody like that. Jets stink. Yeah, those teams that are going to be mediocre all year, they'll figure it out on week two, and then you'll kind of see what they're going to be. But we missed the boat on some of these teams being like – because they look so good week one, and then week two just like, oh, man. Boys, I had an 11-3 and week. I was just going to put it out there. Yeah, crazy good week for the kid, Blaine. Uh, Shout out to you. Honestly, you really won the week. Also, quick shout out to Dane. Oh, my goodness. Our buddy Dane Russell. The kid has been making money, we'll say. uh, (laughs) We don't need to put – yeah, don't need to put numbers out there for people, but it's money. Yeah, over the weekend. Dane, wow. Shout out to you, buddy. I I need some of your magic this weekend. All right, Blaine. Week three, it's already week three, which is awesome. Um, Tonight, Thursday night, Panthers at Texans. Panthers are favored by eight. We talked about them a little bit. Terod Taylor out, David Mills in, rookie quarterback. Texans are missing, Danny Amendola, Nico Collins, and then Carolina's defense is, I think, that are ranked atop of just about everything after shutting the Saints down. Yeah, I'm super interested in this Thursday night game, and I had a quick anecdote about the Thursday night games. I think if you were to break it down by division as to who's played the most Thursday night games, I think it's the AFC South, dude. They're all a team in the AFC South <laughs> is always yeah. on Thursday night football, dude. Like every time you turn around. As a matter of fact, I look forward to who's guess who's next week. AFC no. South stinks usually, so it makes sense. Jaguars, Bengals, I believe <laughs> is who it is. Boo. So it's like Jaguars, again, AFC South. It's like an absolute – it's like they have to lead the league in, in Thursday night games. But yeah. Which makes um, me want to throw apples and fruit at the stage. Like, that sucks. I no, see I'm actually intru- – I think this will be a good game. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Carolina, I, I've, been, I've been saying if I got to cheer for an NFC team, I'll cheer for the Bears for Turner – and then I like watching Carolina play. Uh, Dane, shout out again to Dane. He sold me long ago about about Sam Darnold, about not ever having a real chance in in uh, New York with a competent coach. 
and now he's got a brilliant offensive mind in uh, Matt Rule and Joe Brady. Yeah. I mean, this guy could – he's got good weapons around him too, dude. McCaffrey's the best back in the league, and it is not close. Yeah, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, they've been pretty good. Christian, I mean, yeah. dude, it's it's a decent roster, bro. I and th- they could definitely make some noise. Yeah, they're going three and zero, and they're gonna they're gonna be in some of those. You know, they're like gonna be in the conversation of a top ten team in the NFL here pretty soon, which is yeah. in, which is asinine. But right, I I'm going I'm gonna take Panthers even with the points, like Panthers favored by eight. I, I love the Panthers here. I think they're going to beat the doors off the Texans. The Texans have looked good, kept it close, but I'm not going to put my eggs in David Mills rookie basket. Yeah. Can't Cleveland, Cleveland covered last did. week and they were a double digit favorite against no, Texans covered plus Texans 12, covered. It was 12. Yeah. 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 We were, we, I think we all, oh, took, I thought it was a, I thought it was a 14 point. Man. I think we were I all, know. I think we were all against, no. Cleveland last week. I think we were all Texans, right? Yeah, we were all Texans. No, yeah. but I was Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you don't – you can't – nobody here with the same brain can take Davis Mills on a short week to win this game. No, no nope. way. Nope, 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 nope. All right, let's move on to Sunday then. There's like – there's a weird games. There's absolute snooze fest kind of across the board, and then there's just a few really good ones. Right. So, I mean, the first snooze fest, you go Arizona – only favored by seven. Like, if you were to blind test me, say Arizona's going to Jacksonville, what are they favored by? I would put it as, like, the 12 and a half we got last week with Cleveland and uh, Houston. But yeah. Arizona favored by seven at Jacksonville. What – let me say this real quick. What was that tweet that Jacksonville put out? Urban Meyer, hang in there with us. We are going to win soon. It's week two, Urban. Week two. Did yeah, you guys like- see that? Plenty of teams have gone zero and two and been fine. Like you're already conceding, it's going to be bad. Yeah, that's, he's, you can tell. What he's a still moron! He's still got like the college. He still yeah. has the college mindset. Like two games, you lose two games in college, your season's over. Just go to USC. Everyone's going to yeah. understand. Everyone yeah, understands. Everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. Just go. Why are you not going yet? So we can pretty much be in a, in the same here and make this quick. That we're taking Arizona by seven or more at Jacksonville. Yeah, they're a part of my parlay uh, this week. Arizona I, I like uh, I like what I do with that OU West Virginia game. I like the points and I like the over. It's only at I see now I'll go against you here. I actually like the under. I don't think Jacksonville scores. Fun <laughs> fact, do you want to see a fun fact? Since 2009 of all quarterbacks in the first two games of the season Trevor Lawrence, since 2009, has the worst uh, open target hit percentage, like close ball percentage of any quarterback since 2009. Second worst, Tim Tebow. Uh, All right, come on, Blaine. He's played two games in the NFL. No, no, that's not a knock. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a fact. It's a stat, so. But guys, also I'd like to confess something. I, I can't believe this is the first game that we've talked about. So uh I'm gonna admit it early, but I might regret my Kyler take. Yeah, you should. You should take I just it take it back now now. That was back in the Hayden yeah. the Huff and Hayden that were going back at it in the pod. I remember this was a month ago that you said the Arizona Cardinals quote stink. Yeah. 
Um, I think he's got this thing in my head because last year, I before the season started, I picked them to be like my dark horse team, and I thought they were going to be really good. And then they ended up not, and he just shut down my throat. Was like one they of, stink. Kyler stinks. Yeah, it's one of those where when I listen to that podcast, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm kind of big on on Arizona, and then Chandler says that, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not. Like, and you kind of persuade me not to be, but uh, uh-uh. Arizona's legit, Chandler. Well, they're this class. They're they're the team. Everybody, before you jump on me here, they're the team that skirts by. Like they should they should be one and one, guys. You do know that you know that right? Like yeah. they shouldn't have won last week against a really right. bad, a bad Minnesota team. I think oh, they're bad. Dude. Kirk Cousins is bad, Blaine. He's not going to win. As Kirk a matter Cousins of fact, is not bad. It's Kirk not Cousins, bad. Yeah, Kirk Cousins Kirk is Cousins perfectly is average. Bad. You are kidding me. He is a seventeenth, sixteenth, fifteenth yep. best quarterback in the league. He is perfectly average games. every single year, bar none. Okay. Um. But yeah, Arizona. I could have been wrong about Arizona. I'm not going to admit it yet, though. I'm not admitting it yet. I'm saying I could have been wrong. I could have been. Okay. I'm so not going to say it. that I that I that I am or was leaving leaving the door open. Okay. Yes. Chicago I just on the record. Fair. All right. Let's Sorry. go to the next. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Chicago goes to Cleveland. Cleveland favored by seven. I like this game a lot. Sole reason is I just want to see Justin Fields, but you know there's there's really not not a whole lot to love out of Chicago in this game. Cleveland is great. OBJ full participant in practice. He's going to come back. I'm excited to see how. I'm almost more excited to see OBJ than I am to see Justin Fields. Yeah, and it's actually interesting too. OBJ back, Jarvis IR. Right. So, so essentially, share. essentially they'll be able to just kind of continue the same way because they won't have to worry about um you know they won't have to worry about uh playing wait where was i going with that <laughs> sorry somebody called me and i got super distracted <laughs> but I, he was a full participant i still don't know like if he's playing or not obviously but if you're a full participant right he'll just be able to fill jarvis's role like essentially yeah. without uh, are you are you one of those people that's worried about them playing together you know no, I'm not because I have a kind of a hot OBJ take. So he's never, I mean, when he, Freddie Kitchens was his guy at Cleveland whenever he was at Cleveland with Baker. And before that, who was his OC? Who was he with? You know, like can't name him. And he's, he's never had, him. yeah, he's never had the time to shine. And I think Stefanski's going to use him more than anybody has in his NFL career or at least in a good way. So he's a talent of yeah. one of the top talents in the league. He's shown that. So. I'm really excited to see if he goes off or not, if he plays. Fun fact about Hugh Jackson, Tennessee State quarterback, offensive coordinator. Really? He'll be here this weekend as well. Wow. Same with That's Jeff massive. Fisher's son. Jeff Fisher's son is the defensive coordinator for Tennessee State. All in the Cape Girardeau this weekend. That's crazy. Jeff Fisher might be there too. I remember we went on part of my take and he was like, yeah, like I'm going to help. I'm like an assistant, but he's not an assistant. He's like, I'm going to help out when, if they need me. Bro, if Jeff Fisher's there, I'm I have to get a picture. <laughs> that is one I like. I will fully get behind. If Jeff Fisher's there, you get a picture with Jeff Fisher. Yeah, come on, dude. He's sick. He's such a yeah. guy's guy. Roquan Smith though has to be a just an absolute animal for Chicago to stop Cleveland's running game. I'm taking yeah. Cleveland minus seven. Anybody else rebuttal? Yep. 
it's actually crazy that that you uh, that you talked about two of the games in my parlay to begin with because I had Cleveland in mind to win. I just took Cleveland money line. I'm going with a safer parlay this week. Thank you. You finally listening. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't like the seven here. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just going to no. be a close game. I like yeah. I like the Cleveland money line, hundred percent. I think. I hate to... Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. As much as I hate to admit it, for Turner, I just Chicago stinks, guys. And Fields' he... first start on the road. Ugh. This could be a tough one for Fields. Yeah. Yes, a tough defense. He's gonna have Miles Garrett breathing on his neck. I mean, come on. Like so. they're gonna try to muck it up though, like you said, and it just comes down to if they can stop Cleveland's buzzsaw of their attack. And I just don't know that they can. Lucas, are you on are you on Cleveland? Or do you you said you're Chicago, sir? I if I if I had to lean, I'd lean Chicago covering with the seven. But my heart, like I know Cleveland's going to win the game, and they might. They, I, I don't think they'd cover, but I, they're 100 percent going to win the game. I would 100 percent take the money line. Like it. We're going to go to uh, Detroit, Motor City. Baltimore's taking a trip there. Baltimore's favored by nine. This is a game where Baltimore could, you know, it's nine points. It's another one where it could be Baltimore either boat racism or they run the ball a lot, and it's a seven-point game and Baltimore just comes out there with a win that they win and I don't have any really hot takes on this but Detroit gave up four touchdowns to Aaron Jones last week you know it's yeah which he won me some fantasy games uh, literally Aaron Jones alone yeah I think this is I think this is one where you hop on like a potential boat race and you just take the points and you go Baltimore right and just you don't really have to pray or hope. It's just like if, if they go in and do what they should do, you're going to cover easy. Like yeah. Yeah. they should go in there and they should do exactly what they did to like the Chiefs and just run the ball. Like don't even let Lamar throw it. Like I don't – I wouldn't be mad if they ran the ball 75 times. Just run the ball. Who cares? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's third, if it's third and six, run the ball. And that's what I'm saying with some of these games. Seven-point spread, seven-point spread, nine-point spread – and we go to the next one, Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by seven and a half. That's another tough spread that Washington's defense, that you know, kind of hot take that I've heard around the league is Washington's defense was overrated coming into this year. Played some bad quarterbacks last year, and it kind of blew up their front four, their front seven, to where yeah. they haven't been as flashy as everyone thought. And then Heineke – Buffalo putting up 35 last week. This is a bad spot for Washington. And Buffalo going back home, too. So are you for the seven and a half or against? Because it sounds like you're for it. I think I'm going to be for a stay away. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Very fair. I actually have this in my parlay. I have Buffalo money line. I am on the train of I, – I was wrong here. I think Washington's defense stinks. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't do anything against the Giants' offensive line. It had a brand – like, they signed a guy on that third – on, like, the Wednesday. He played. They, like, have, the whole, they, they have the whole country talking about <laughs> Daniel Jones. Yeah, literally. And they uh, – I don't know what it is. Their secondary isn't that good. 
And they're yeah, their front is supposed to be good on paper, but I think the teams have figured them out maybe because Chase Young's not really doing much right now, boys. So Antonio I've got, Gibson. I've got Buffalo, I think. I think he's nice. a, I think they, they win at home for sure. Lucas? Tough Anto- game. Like. Antonio Gibson's got a shoulder banged up. Curtis Samuel out. Fitzy out. Washington, you know, Buffalo's decently healthy. Gabriel Davis, a little banged up, but that's really it. I think, yeah, I think this is one you just fire at the hip and you just take the better football team and Buffalo's the better football team. 100%. Like, yeah, no. I, I think you just you cut out, like, all the analytics and thinking about what could happen and you just take the better team and Buffalo's by far and way better. 100%. And Buffalo's riding that 35-point 35, 35 win. Like, they are now – they saw the Chiefs lose. They're the best team in the AFC in Buffalo, and they're coming back with a full steam at home. It's going to be – a lot of confidence coming out of the Buffalo Bills, and I think they show it. So I'll, I'll go ahead and, and take the seven and a half as well. This game sucks, guys. This next one. I like if I'm picking all my screens and there's one game I don't care that it's on a screen, it's this one, and it's Atlanta. Atlanta at New York. Oh, New York Giants? Yeah, Giants. Oh. Just give me a take and move on. I mean, you guys, <laughs> I will take. You know what? Honestly, Giants. They're hey. better than they're better than the Falcons. They are. Falcons looked unreal for three and a half quarters. Okay. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the wheels go. fell off. We need. I actually want the Giants because I want Saquon to go off because he's. We've got him. Which, by the way, Lucas, zero two in the league, brother. I'm two and zero. Oh are league. you really? Yes. I hope um, I got you this week. I'm going to fuck you. No, I'm, I'm playing uh, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, you know what? Your team is 0-2, so I just want everybody to know that. Um, hey, we're on the yeah, okay? Giants. We're getting healthy. Blaine? Falcons. I don't yeah, know why. It makes, it makes zero sense. Falcons gave up 32 points to the Eagles week one, and then they obviously they play the Buccaneers, so you give up 48, but – no, though, come on. It yeah, was that's not fair. That's that. not fair. It was exactly like you said. It was a lot closer than that. They had I, the they had the ball and were marching, and they were going to march, and they were down ten. Come on, they look. Matt Ryan looks like he should belongs in a nursing home, but like <laughs> he's not very good, dude. I don't know why, but New York Giants in New York, like it just, I don't give a shit where this game's at. It could be in Timbuktu, like. Who's showing up to is it MetLife still? No, yeah, no, yeah. it's MetLife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's just it's disgusting. So too, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and say Atlanta just because. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> okay, Lucas. Who I, give, I can't give I can't give an unbiased take here on this one. I mean, this, these are two bad football teams. I'm gonna have to go <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah, that's fair. Fun. <laughs> And this Cordell the, Patterson play him, play him in every fantasy. Oh, every okay. Cordell Patterson, pick him up. RB2. Bum, 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 bum. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then moving on. This is the thing. This next one could be really good. It really could be, and I would love it if Carson Wentz didn't have not one but both of his ankles screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how does that happen, bro? I don't know. I don't know. So he's out. Um, Jacob, <laughs> right? Uh, 
Jeez Louise. Tennessee's favored by five and a half. So Indianapolis going to Tennessee. Tennessee looked, their rushing attack is back, officially is back. Derrick Henry in the second half did not look soft as he did week one. He yeah, Blaine, you should apologize. I, I, be- I, I I've begun to apologize for my Kyler take. You should apologize for that. No, I shouldn't because I took Tennessee plus five and a half last week. So. True, you did stick your neck out there for Tennessee again. But, yeah, you also did say that Derrick Henry is 6'4", 240 is soft. Well, he did look soft. But this is a game where I have no idea how Indianapolis is going to look with that offense. Tennessee's pretty doggone good. Indianapolis is just a team, like, even without Carson Wentz, they still kind of made that a close game against Los Angeles last week. That was 27-24 final. So, is Indianapolis the most boring team in the NFL? We said it last week. Yeah. I mean, they are just watching their games. It seems boring. The stadium, they're, I think it's the stadium that just, they watch so, like the St. Louis Dome lighting that it's just, you watch it on TV and you're so turned off. I don't know like, if you guys know what I'm talking about. No, I do. It's dim in there and like it doesn't look exciting. It just looks like a. Like an airplane hanger almost with seats, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, did, it does. Dude, just like thing. shitty. And and I'm not I, – I'm kind of staying away from this game. I hate the AFC South, dude. And, yeah, and it's a game where they both don't like each other. That's why the five and a half is kind of a lot. So if I'm going to go, I'll probably tease it down to like uh, three and take Tennessee. But I'll go ahead and take Tennessee five and a half and just take the favorite because I think this is just going to be a weird week of football. And that's why I'm taking. I I would. I'm taking the Colts. I like it. Yeah, I do like like, that. It seems funky. Jacob Eason. I mean, we didn't get to see a lot out of him, obviously, but I mean, he has a whole week to game plan. I think they'll have him ready, and it'll just be another boring ass football game. I think the two two teams that just want to run the ball. Yeah. Here's my only. Go ahead, Chandler. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to add one more thing. Indy would definitely be the team whose quarterback had both ankles sprained. <laughs> Carson like there's, Poor there's, guy. No, there's no other team in the league that that would happen to. Uh, I, I don't know where I heard it, but it's completely right. Like, he just hasn't figured out how to get sacked yet. Part of my tape is talking about yeah. it. Like Yes, and it's so true. It's like he's been sacked so many times. You think that he would like, – like Tom Brady and Eli – like, Eli was a perfect example. That dude knew how to not get sacked. Like, he would just fall down. Like, yeah. just fall down. Don't it's not even fall hit. down. It's just, like, stop fighting it so much, dude. Like, you are you have a 300-pound man wrapping you up. You don't yeah. need to try to spin out and make a throw. Like, just yeah, it, let it happen, man. Yeah, I know. And I think it's, like, his North Dakota State mentality, like, never say die. But, dude, <laughs> give it up. Yeah, you're just gonna get yourself hurt. Oh wait, two sprained ankles. Come on, what are you doing? How does that even happen? I'm trying to imagine like both. You just like go down at the same time on both ankles. It's so unnatural. Last take on this: AJ Brown missed a just a wide open bomb. They should have converted. Julio Jones's touchdown should have been a touchdown. If Tennessee gets both of those guys going, I know it's going to take a little while and it has taken a little while, but if this is the week that it happens, Tennessee could look, you know, on a very large uptrend. So that's my only scare. I've I've been hearing a lot of people like like on daily fantasy stuff. I listen to that shit too, that AJ Brown's the play this week. 
Yeah, it could yeah, be. No, I agree completely. Yeah. I'm just uh, – I'm really fucking worried that they're going to be really damn ready whenever the Chiefs come to town because we play them in like four weeks. Yeah, we got they're gonna have sweat, six man. weeks under their yeah. Our schedule's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we'll get to it here in a second too. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, I, not the slate. That's a great ad, but there's the yeah. All right, another um, kind of a battle. These two teams hate each other, and this this could be a lot of fun. This is not as shitty. Cincinnati goes to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored by three. Um, reports are Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh. He's out. He's he's likely out, but he put on his Instagram that his comeback is going to be better. Like just wait for his comeback. And when he says that, that guy's got to be out for quite a while in order he's, to say yeah, that. No, I mean, yeah, he's not he's not playing in the next couple of weeks. I bet. Yeah, and Big Ben, Big Ben has just not been very good. And I don't think I think that offensive line with what they have, they have a lot of weapons. It could be really good, but I just I should pick Pittsburgh minus three, favored by three every day of the week with this especially after Burrow's week last week was pretty shaky through a few bad interceptions against Chicago late, but there's something about me that thinks Cincinnati's going to come in there and make it a, you know, one of those field goal type games, overtime type games. They both don't like each other. What do you think, Lucas? I like the, uh, I like the Bengals money line here for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I think it's rivalry oh, game. Like you said. Line? Yeah. I do. It makes no sense. I get it. it. This is not going to, I say it about once a week. It's not really going down to a football talk. It's just more of like a gut feeling. And I think since he comes here, like this is cause like this happens to Pittsburgh every year too. Like they kind of earlier they're shaky to start and then they get it figured out. I think they're a little shaken right now. And I think Cincinnati comes in and not beats up on them, but keeps it close and edges them out. I mean, I like, I'd rather have Cincinnati with the points, honestly. I like, you know how I am though like when I think someone's going to keep it close like we we think they could go in and win get a little sprinkle on that money line true that's a really good really good tip honestly it is yeah Goldschmidt I, homer tonight 27 on the year besides that out. 10 in a row it'll be 11, 11. after tonight as long as they win it's the bottom of the eight Yeesh. birds but yeah it's TJ Watt out yep come on guys Let's all go Cincy here, huh? No, that's just the con- – You think yeah, trap? I'll go, I'll, go trap line? I'll go Cincy with you, Lucas. Let's go against Blaine. No, yeah, let's go against me. He he was obviously not – Big Ben stinks. He's old. Fat. Can't move. And he's hurt. He might not even play, boys. I honestly think he, it's – He dude, might, yeah, this, he really might not. This Big Ben, just this Big Ben, this one right now, I would rather have Rudolph out there. He's bad. <laughs> He's th- just this. I think Ben Roethlisberger has had a phenomenal career, but this one is a bad player. Bad. There like, is. T- you're right. Dude, he cannot move at all, and he just looks like, like, why does it, the, the? I love that photo of him with all the ice packs and stuff when he's like walking around practice. Like so funny. Has there been a more notorious quarterback injury wise than Big Ben since we've been alive? Well, no, no, because he's the he's the one that tells you every week what's going on with him. Like he doesn't hide anything. Right. It's everything like, look, hurts. As, guys, listen here. I played through a, a torn rotator cuff this is, week. Is that the most soft yeah. move ever? Yeah. Is that 
pity me type yeah yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah it's that's ridiculous. why we all think the same thing because it's every week we'll come into a press conference and it's like ice on his knee ice on his rib well yeah play with a few cracked ribs this week it's like okay all right, bro we get it yeah thanks seriously. dude all right well you know what just because joe hayden didn't play last week groin for pittsburgh they missed him maybe he'll be back maybe some some things from pittsburgh will be back and click in Pittsburgh at home after being at home in that row. I'm going to go ahead and go Pittsburgh. I'm going to go ahead and go Pittsburgh oh. by three or more. Love it. Two more noon slates. New Orleans goes to New England. Now this is a pretty good one too. This is a big question mark game. I Was that a, was that a not a good game by you, Lucas? Did you just go? This one is just like a. Is it pretty boring? No, it's just like. Yeah, it's boring to me. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, New Orleans disappointed me so badly last week. And then you really don't – I don't know what I'm going to get out of New England. They got to – like, we said it. They got to play the Jets last week. That was an easy lock. That was an easy bet. Jets stink. Like, I don't know if New England's good. I don't know if New Orleans is good. I don't know if New Orleans is bad. I don't know if New England's bad. I don't know yeah. anything. Well, I know that New England is good on defense, and I've got a feeling that Belichick can confuse Jameis because uh, you know what, boys, is Jameis yeah. is Jameis bad? Jameis is not back. We thought he was back, but I don't know that it's he. It's only three points. Is, you just you just talked me into like a lock of the week, New England. Nope. Mm. Nope. I'm going the other way. Jameis is not going to be as bad as he was last week, and I'm going to spin it. Okay. Belich- I'm gonna go new I'm gonna go New Orleans. I'm gonna go New Orleans. Yeah, I'd like to see New Orleans one too. I'll go Saints. At New England. New Orleans has a lot of injuries, so we're I mean all odds against us, but hmm. I don't you know, I'll go I'll go Jameis over Mac Jones. Yeah, come on. And Alvin? Let's get Alvin involved. Let's go Saints. Come on. And I hate New England. They suck. Run of the week by Damian Harris last week. That was a great run. Did you guys see yeah, that? Yeah, that was a good run. He's really Patriots good. Are... People talked about him all summer. He was supposed to be freaking really good, and he showed it. Yeah. RB2. So, Lucas, what do you think about this game? I'm, I'm, I've totally flipped. I thought I had, New, I had New Orleans high on my power rankings last week. I thought they were going to whip Green Bay. They did that. I thought they were going to whip up on the freaking Panthers. They got smashed by the Panthers. Granted, yeah. the Panthers are really good, and I was dead wrong on that. I'm, yeah, no, give me Bill Belichick again. This is Bill Belichick versus a team, and I'm taking Bill Belichick. But hey, here's why I'm Love going it. to New Orleans. Like you said it, Lucas, the COVID thing hit New Orleans. Yes, well. I, we, I, didn't, it hit I offensive stats. Yes. Was Peyton, was Sean Payton on the sidelines that game last week? I don't yes, think. he was. He was. Yeah, okay. he was. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, that, that's it. I think New Orleans offense bounced back a little bit, even though it's against Belichick. Like, I just think they do. So, we'll go with it. Do we want to go Chiefs now or we'll save it for the end? We'll save it that's for the la- end. That's the last noon slate. We're going to go into the three o'clockers. There's some really good three o'clockers, really good ones. First one, this could be a bad one because Miami is just on crutches right now. Tua out, who – I don't really care if he's out because I don't believe in him. But they go to Vegas. Vegas is favored by four. Will Fuller's also out for Miami. The Jacoby Brissett-led Dolphins versus the Red Hot Raiders. Yeah, I don't like as much as I hate to admit it, but the Raiders could be good. 
what a good draw for the Raiders too, though. Yeah, what a great dude, their draw. schedule's so easy, and they're gonna use the Ravens as their advantage right now against us. But like, okay, they didn't play. They started with the Ravens. Like the Ravens didn't have anything under their belt. That's why we got the better Ravens. Lamar didn't play like that against the Raiders like he did against us, dude. That Lamar beats the Raiders. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and quite frankly, no, you know what? Vegas stinks, actually. I hate Derek Carr. He's not good. And they were they will come in third in our division. I can't not take Vegas minus four here, though. I just can't with, either. And I hate it. It's just that, like you said. They're better Vegas, than Miami. Vegas didn't, you know, Steelers groin for TJ last week. No Joe Hayden. They kind of get that one just laid in their hands. And then they get this laid in their hands with Miami. It's just, I'm going to take it easy and, and ask Lucas if, if you can persuade me otherwise to Miami. I can. I think, I think okay. this is going to be a back to what you guys probably really think of Derek Carr. Derek Carr, maybe a couple fumbles, a couple picks, maybe a pick six. Give me some, give me some Dolphins defense. I think Derek Carr is going to show his true colors this week. Hmm. I, it's going to be an ugly ass game. Preach. I think the Dolphins defense manhandles Derek Carr this week. Okay, I love so, that. Dolphins yes. defense is good. Yes, they're really freaking good. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you know why? Because Derek Carr's getting an MVP chance right now across the league, which is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And every time Derek Carr is on the pedestal, he somehow finds a way to shit his bridges. Yeah. Yep. Give it to and me. I'm telling you, you guys should buy happen. in. And like the the Bills did not look great on offense. They like <laughs> I watched that game because like you know I'm I I've, I think I've said this. I'm officially on the Dolphins bandwagon this year. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm on it. I watched I watched quite a bit of that game. Besides that one big long run by Singletary, they really didn't march and shit on them. They had a couple good bounces go their way, like. And they scored a lot of points, Lucas. But, it wasn't – they didn't grind – like, they didn't sit there and make 13-play, 75-yard drives and score. Like, it was, there was a bad punt they, sco- they scored with, like they, – they had, like, 40 yards to score. A pick, like – I mean, J- Jacoby Brissett coming out of that game was not what I expected, obviously. <laughs> right. And, like, he put them in some bad spots. I think he'll get that turned around this week. And, I mean, Derek Carr's not going to do shit against that defense, I think. Like week. it. Oh, I – and – Josh Jacobs still a little bit banged up too, so <laughs> Jacoby Brissett might be better than Tua. Hey, flip me, flip me, Miami yes. plus four. I have had all favorites and all pretty simple ones. Let's not go a simple one for the three o'clock. Hit me, Miami. Okay, let's go, Miami. All right, this game is another snooze fest. I saw, by the way, I saw Colin Coward's top ten, which that guy's just click. A click whore. Yeah, he's a clickbait guy. But he had Denver in his top six in the NFL. So ridiculous. New York goes to Denver. Denver's favored by 10. But it's the Jets. It's the Jets. And Zach Wilson looked really, really bad. And Denver is looking pretty good for a reason that I'm going to go ahead and go Denver, but. 10-point spread by Vegas is officially the biggest of any game this week, and you're giving that to Denver. I, I would never have seen that coming. 
I think yeah, we kind of saw it, the writing on the wall. We said they were going to get hot. You said you listed out their I, next two games when they won that week one, dude. I said preseason that yeah. they might surprise some people, but yeah, a 10-point spread throughout any game in the year, even if it's the Jets, I didn't think that they would get it. Yeah, but then he, he's going against another brilliant mind on defense, Vic Fangio. I, right. I don't think you should be scared of that 10 points. Right. Dude. True. Like, I think Denver shits on him. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is my fourth leg of my NFL parlay. Denver's gonna be good. Denver's gonna be good this year. They looked unreal in the preseason. Obviously, they played the Giants and Jacksonville Jaguars, but I I think Denver money line. You could put any money, any amount of money on it, and you're gonna win it. Yeah, still no Jerry, no Jerry Judy, Bradley Chubb for Denver out as well, placed on the IR. So that takes a little bit away from Denver's defense with, with Bradley Chubb, but the Jets are so inept. Oh my God. Zach Wilson is not going to have a career in the NFL. So let's just go ahead and ride it. It's, it's at mile high Denver minus 10. We don't have to talk about it much more, do we? Yeah. No, you guys, I hate, I feel bad of you guys saying how much you guys love the Broncos, but let's give some love to the, to the West. Let's give some love. I'm not here with it. You're fine with it. I am. Okay. This is uh is this the best game of the week? I think it is. Tampa Bay goes to LA uh 325. Tampa Bay's favored by one and a half at the new stadium. Ooh, this is this is really fun. It's it's Brady's first, I guess, test against somewhat of a defense. We'll see how he continues. Tampa Bay, uh Antonio Brown on the COVID list will not be playing for Tampa Bay this week. Right. Um, I don't, you know, I'm going to have to talk it through with you guys. I'm going to go ahead and take, I think Tampa's it. Tampa Bay has got to slip up at some point. They're talking 20, and 0 like the chiefs did the Chiefs slip up. I, I think they kind of walk into something here to where I want to go LA as much as I don't, but talk to me. I think, I don't think you're wrong here in saying that because I mean, we talked about it a little bit. The Atlanta Falcons did not look bad against them, and they stink. Right, right. Like they let Matt, they let Alex Ryan kind of slice them and dice them, like that that whole third quarter and a little bit of the second. Like, if you're gonna tell me that the Rams can't do that and then some, yeah, it's really you're crazy. And their defenses of scotch better, obviously tongue in cheek there, a lot better. I Can would, I, I, I would love to go Rams, but I mean. I don't know why. Why couldn't you? No, I can. I can definitely go Rams, and I, I'm going to go Rams. But Tampa, dude, Tom is just – I don't care. If Tom's in the game, they have a chance to win. It's a 100%. Crazy. Not saying they don't. Just, but the thing is, just like, I can't – I don't want to bet against them. So, I'm going to take Tampa. I'm going to be the contrarian on this one. I'll take Tampa. Okay. I, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. It's one of those where I could flip it. Sunday morning and yeah. very easily be okay with it but we'll and just... also this is a game like I'm taking Tampa but this is also a game that like I feel like Tom has every year where it could just look horrible like this is the Tom this Brady's done game you know right right, right. and he and didn't so, start last year very hot albeit no offense new stuff but there's they got to slip up at some point and this is a one versus two in the NFC mm-hmm. just a just a hell of a game it's not one one and a half is the right line but it's almost better in my opinion if tampa loses this game 
because like they're gonna play again. Right, and they need to. They definitely need to lose. Yeah. Any other hot takes about it? By the way, can we talk about Cooper Cup's first two games this year? He is on berserko mode. I feel bad yes. keep ripping from part of my take, but them calling that out that I wish I would have known that him and that Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford have breakfast every morning together. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> What's some fucking knowledge that would have been? Because yeah. they look like brothers from another mother. Just, yeah. they, I mean, their connection looks unreal. I mean, Eskimo bros or something. Something's going on. Dude. Right. <laughs> something weird's happening with them because they love each other. <laughs> I mean, he, he, like, he's not even really, like, staring him down. He's just like, you know what? I think Cooper Cup's going to be here. Sling it. Boom. He is there. Also, Stafford's good. We knew that, and it's just yeah. having to see him on a good team. You gotta, you gotta root exactly. for that guy. All right, yeah, you yeah. have to. I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm sticking with LA plus one yeah. and a half. Tampa Bay's first true road game. Um, is it their first? It's their first no, they, road game. They played Dallas at home, and then they played Tampa, uh, Atlanta at home last week. Yeah, and I think LA is riding the Rams pretty heavily, and I think it's going to be a nice, nice atmosphere there. So yeah, let's go LA. Too. All right, we'll go to the next one. Um, this game could be good. I know Chandler that you hate Minnesota, but Seattle <laughs> goes to Minnesota. School. Seattle's favored by one and a half. This game is just really, 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 really tricky for me. Um, Minnesota looked really good against Arizona. Seattle looked good early against Tennessee and then fell off a cliff. Two teams with with still a little bit of question mark behind them. Yeah, that to me is an absolute uh, steal. I mean, Seattle minus one and a half against no. Minnesota. That's insane, Blaine. Nope. You're telling me that a you telling me that a field goal doesn't you couldn't like you couldn't walk off field goal with that. Here's what I've learned over the last year and a half of all football. Oh, enlighten me. Yes, I will. I Minnesota wait. has yet to play a home game this year. Been on the road for two games. Throughout, they have one of the best fan bases in the NFL with Skull. Do they not? No, they do. Great new stadium. This is Minnesota's first time at home. They're going to show out for the 3 o'clock game. Seattle's coming to town. A, you know, a, I'd say a decent rivalry just because of two pretty good teams in the NFC. I think Minnesota has a very good chance of winning this game. A very good chance. And I'm going to go ahead and take – I told myself I wasn't going to bet Minnesota after the week one blunder. But I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride Minnesota oh my God. all year. Minnesota oh. minus one and a half. Vegas is getting richer, folks. <laughs> Lucas. Gun to my head. I got to take Seattle. But this is one where you don't bet the spread. You just kick your feet up on a nice Sunday afternoon. You bet the over and you watch the fireworks. Yep. I hope they score a bunch of touchdowns, which I think they will. Do you know what the over is? I think it's 54 and a half. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that'd be nice. That'd be fun to watch. That'll be a He's good got, game. I'll say that. That'll be a good game. But I think I think Touchdowns Seattle, will be scored. Yeah. That's just Seattle a fact. You got Seattle, Minnesota on one TV, Tampa Bay, L.A. on the other. Oh, wow. good. <laughs> that's I'm good. I'm excited for Sunday because Saturday might suck. That's going to be great. Saturday's going to be good. Yeah, underdogs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to Monday night and then we'll, we'll then we'll touch chiefs. Um, oh yeah. Monday oh, excuse be... me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Green Bay at San Francisco. This is a, oh. a, a sneaky good game as well. Sneaky. This is Sunday no, night. It's a great game. 
Yeah, Sunday night football. San Francisco, also another team, as I said, about Minnesota. San Francisco's first home game of the year. They've been on the road. I think they stayed at like the Greenbrier uh, over, over the weekend before they went to Philly just because they didn't go back to San Fran. They're finally back home uh, after two weeks on the road. Green Bay's coming to town. Green Bay on a short week-ish. I mean, I guess it's a Sunday night game, so it's really not. But this could be this could be a hell of a Sunday night football game. San Fran favored by three. Thoughts? This is a really tough game for me, too. I mean, which Green Bay is it, you know? The Green right. Bay on Monday night was substantially, obviously, better than the one we saw against the Saints, but – I mean, Rodgers looked nasty. Uh, Devontae Adams, nasty. Aaron Jones looked good. If they can go out there, I mean, I don't I, I don't see the Niners being able to outscore the Packers, like go back and forth with them. So I think they're going to need to play good defense. If Rodgers can uh, score points, I think the Packers are going to win this. This is an easy bet for me. I'm not even going to mess with the points here. Moneyline Packers. Packers, I agree. I think I'm going there too. And – Raheem Mostert out, yeah. uh, Jason Brett out, uh, both on IR. You could have somebody as like uh, Trey Sermon has limited practice. Elijah Michelle, limited practice, won't take part. He didn't take part um, today. So the running back situation at San Fran is just absolute massive question mark, and that's a lot of what they want to do. So I'm not putting my eggs in Garoppolo. Dude, I said it last week. I don't know how they snuck out and won that freaking game against the Eagles. Garoppolo stinks, dude. He's, he's so bad. He is so bad. He, he The Chiefs should not have won that Super Bowl, and I hate to say it, but he was bad that game too. He's like that. Yeah. He's, he's like he throws he throws the ball just like like I said Tua does last week. Like he, he was like 22 of 30 for like 180 yards. Like you don't get scared by teams that can't throw the ball deep. Like they have to completely rely on like Debo or IU coming back, like, like turning a four yard crossing pattern into 60 yard touchdowns. Yeah. And they this, need to get Kittle more involved. Like Ayuk has been not there. Yeah. Non-existent. Um, the only one that's been good is Debo. And that's because Debo gets a four yard passing round and turns it into 60. Like name, name another guy who's going to be dominant for that San Fran offense. It should be Kittle. <laughs> That's you're right. Yeah, but should. you can shut him. You can shut a tight end down if you like. If you really try, and I think that's what teams have been doing. Because what I'm trying to think of who another playmaker on the offense would be. It's not Kendrick Bourne's gone. What they have? They should get. Well, they have a uh, Trey Sermon, but he's questionable, right? Right, concussion. I think brother. their third best wide receiver is the Trent Sherfield or whatever that caught his first touchdown last week. Mm. There's like who's who's that? No, never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. No. No. So this Tim, is just, this is a classic Green Bay bet. Green Bay money line. Don't even worry about the points. At the start, Chandler, it sounded like you were going San Fran. No, I'm going Green Bay. Okay, that is a best bet. Uh, all three agree it's the best bet of the week. Green Bay plus three, and we'll shut it down there. Monday night game, Philadelphia at Dallas. This is great. I love a good Monday night uh, conference battle. Yep. Um, divisional battle. Demarcus Lawrence and Gallup are obviously out for Dallas, but that didn't really slow them down last week. They looked pretty good against the Chargers. 
I'm not going to say it now, but Dak Prescott looks good. He does. Philly looks good, which is a shock. Um, Dallas is favored by three and a half at Dallas. Uh, Dallas's first trip home as well. I've said this. Minnesota's first. San Fran's first. This is Dallas's first home game. That's going to be a tough place for Jalen Hurts to go in there and win. And I think Dallas minus three and a half is my play. I hate that you said that, Blaine, because I wanted to go Philly, but that makes a lot of sense. But I'm going with the Eagles. Nice. Because I uh, am starting Jalen Hurts in one of my fantasy leagues this week because he's been hot. I like this. I think they like finally Philly just has bought into one guy. They're just, it's Jalen Hurts now, it's his team. And it shows. I mean, they, they, uh, I think they can beat Dallas on the road. I absolutely do. So I'll take the Eagles. I think they can too, Chan. I, I don't know why. I, I was bought into Philly last week. I'm kind of bought into him again this week. I think Jalen Hurts can beat up on that defense. I think him running the ball just is an extra added element that the Cowboys won't be able to handle. Yep. I think he I think he runs the ball for like 100 yards this week. And I'll, I'll, I don't think so. Um, and we can disagree. Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, they have the linebacker speed to keep up with it, but, like, I just don't think they will. Here's why, in my opinion. Uh, Dallas played Tampa to, you know, what, three-score game or three-point game. They played L.A. to a three-score game. And then they get Philly. Philly is by far worse, in my opinion, than both of those teams. Philly's going to be maybe not not a team where they can not cakewalk, but it's going to be lesser than what they're, they've seen so far. Dallas is going to continue to play well, and I think they show up pretty well. And I yep. think they beat they be Philly. So It's tough to argue it. You're right. But Game of the All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. And I also love, love, love this game uh, one of the bigger rivalries for the Kansas city chiefs. And we'll head into it to end the pod. LA travels to Arrowhead. Kansas city right now is favored by six and a half big line. Kansas city has been awful against the spread over the last, what, probably 15 weeks. Six yeah. and a half is a pretty big line for Herbert and the chargers. And these games are always close, always close. Give me something that I, that I, that I need to know. Lucas, you go first, buddy. Okay, I didn't – I feel bad. I should have listened to it. I didn't. I was, I've been busy this week. But did you guys talk about you and Johnny on your podcast about why are you why, – why are they – why did they keep Chris Jones out there on, at defensive end? Uh, they don't have anybody else, man. Like, I get that. Have. I get that. But you don't take your most dominant player and put him in a position where he's not comfortable. Like, you just don't do that. If, if I see him on – if he's going to line up a defensive end again this week, I'm not betting the Chiefs solely yeah, based he, on that. No, he is because he, he did well against the Browns. Are you kidding me? It's okay, he, but, was good. he was going against the read option, and he's never done that before. Dude, yeah, I know. But, and, dude, he was playing against Lamar, bro, his first time at defensive end. Like, that isn't something you can just get right away. Lamar is a freak, dude. I know, and I guess I, I'm, I'm holding that against him because, like, I obviously was in on that game big time, and it I literally could not – I was sitting there just not being able to fathom no, why they kept leaving him out there on an island. It made no sense to me, and I don't want to – we don't have to keep hashing into it, but, like, that just – it doesn't – it gives me a bad feeling to, like, bet the Chiefs right now, and I, I'm not going to bet the Chiefs. I'm going to bet – I'm going to bet the Chargers here. Blaine, you said it. They keep it close. 
I like Herbert a lot. The throws that he can make, even those two throws they All took right. back last week, Blaine, like how good were those balls? He throws an amazing ball. God. Like, and even this turns out to yeah. a shootout. Chargers can score with them. They can they can make this a shutout and keep it close or a blowout, whatever it is, a shootout and keep it close. I agree. And they always do, like I said. But here's my one thought. Why? Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs have seen, obviously, the two best rushing attacks in the league, week one, week two. Why has their pass rush not been there? That play-action game for both of those teams is just immaculate. So you aren't going to get Chris Jones on the edge as Chris Jones on the edge could be against the Chargers. Why? Chargers are going to drop back 30, maybe 40 times, and they're going to know you're going to know they're throwing the ball, and you're going to rush, and you're going to let Chris Jones and Frank Clark loose on the edge, and the Chiefs have not been able to do that yet this year. So this is a possible thing where Chiefs defensive front, hello – been waiting for you could be here and that's my only thing of why i would feel confident with the chiefs minus six and a half because i think they can make justin herbert look a little bit worse than the justin herbert we're used to with letting those guys loose and not a lot of eckler because i'm not you know scared of eckler going for 200 down the throat i'm just not with the chargers so it it worries me who they are going to have guarding him out of the backfield if you if you put Daniel Sorensen of him coming out of the backfield, he's going to catch. No, I like Sorensen on Eckler, honestly. Sorensen won us a game with a pick over Eckler in Mexico City. Blaine, remember that one, buddy? I did, gosh. But another another close Chargers-Chiefs game. Yeah, no, always. I I, I think the Chiefs win this game, but I don't like six and a half at all. I'm staying way away, and I I don't really bet on Chiefs games because I don't either. I'm with I have horrible luck. I hate betting the Chiefs. Yeah, I I don't. I hardly ever unless I love the line. So I'm staying away, but obviously I'm picking the Chiefs. I mean, at the end of the day, it's at Arrowhead. I'm probably more scared to go to SoFi just because it's not Arrowhead. Honestly, right. I mean, dude, Arrowhead was rocking against Cleveland. Herbert can't handle that. Look, guys, it's truly, truly, truly believe, like I said with that pass rush, that the Chiefs can get home and make the Chargers just out of element. And if that happens, the Chiefs win by two touchdowns. And this could be one of those where everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs kind of suck or the Chiefs aren't one of the better teams in the AFC this year, you know, the best team. There is a chip on Kansas City's shoulder. Whenever you give Patrick Mahomes, Frank Clark, Chris Jones a chip, Tyron Matthew a chip on their shoulder, look out. Chiefs at too. home. Yep. Give it I, to me. I, this is – and then it's, it's just to me, as an unbiased outsider looking in, you have to just prove it to me. Right, 100%. Like, yeah. prove, prove to me that Chris Jones can play on the edge. Prove to me that Frank Clark is worth $155 million or whatever. And then yeah, I'll, I'll hop back on gladly. But until I'm proved wrong, I don't, I can't, I can't fall in love with the Chiefs covering seven points, six and a half Fine. every week. Yeah, love Lucas, it. I'm just saying you're not going to make you're not going to make money betting the NFL with that attitude. I don't think you will <laughs> with the prove me wrong attitude. Yeah, because you can get proved wrong week by week. Hundred percent. But, but then guess what? I learned my lesson, and I don't, I don't hold grudges. I'm just to prove me wrong, and then I learn. Fair enough. Uh, that's good. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, we got anything else we need to talk about? Do you we? Guys, do we need to do our power rankings? Do we need to do the power rankings, Chandler? 
Do you, yeah. you don't have them, do you? I mean, it's fine. Let's do a uh, we'll do a segment. We'll 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 do another segment here, but we're gonna we're gonna end the pod here. Uh, it's getting a little long, so we'll uh, we'll record a separate segment for the people who want us to do our power rankings. Okay. How does that sound? Love it. All right. Well, boys, thanks for coming by. Um, uh, give me give me your picks. Give me uh, you know your your college pick and your NFL pick of the week, so I can get that posted. Uh, you'll be able to find those on Twitter at Figure It Out uh, underscore Pod and Instagram Figure It Out underscore Pod. We'll get we'll get those picks posted, and you can uh, bet along with us or against us, whatever you want to do. Blaine, Lucas, I appreciate it. Till next time. All right. Peace. Appreciate it. Later.